Welcome to the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. I'm Sean Aylmer. We talk a lot about cryptocurrencies, about volatility, about the technology, and about the potential for regulation. We've seen recently Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers announced a review into crypto assets to both better understand them and potentially regulate them. ASIC has also said it wants to keep a closer watch on cryptos. E-commerce giant PayPal has also commissioned research into digital commerce trends, and I wanted to have a look at what they found about cryptos, NFT, non-fungible tokens, and how we're engaging with the metaverse. Edwin Aoki is the CTO of Blockchain Crypto and Digital Currencies at PayPal. He's based in the US, but is visiting Australia at the moment. Edwin, welcome to Fear and Greed. Thank you. It's great to be here. That is quite the title, CTO of Blockchain Crypto and Digital Currencies. Impressive. Yes, it's a fun job. It's uh, something that allows me to be able to bring the history and experience that we have at PayPal in the payment space together with this new and nascent experience. Mm, okay. Look, we, saw, we saw some figures last year claiming that 40% of Australians intended to buy crypto in the next 12 months. That always seemed a bit unrealistic. According to your data, how many Australians actually own crypto? We found that one in seven Australians have owned cryptocurrency at some point. It looks like about 10% of Australians currently own cryptocurrency today. That's still a huge number. Are they investing large amounts? I mean, is there an average or something? We found in our research that the average spend on cryptocurrency was just over $7,000. And, you know, I think that we're seeing that people are really taking an interest in this space here in Australia, much more so than in other parts of the world. Do people understand cryptos, be that individuals, be that businesses? It, it still seems like a slightly a dark heart. I, don't, I don't, actually don't want to have a, too much of a value judgment on it, so I should, should take that back. But, uh, you know, I just wonder about how many people truly understand what cryptocurrencies are. You know, our research showed that about a fifth of Australians want to learn more about cryptocurrencies and NFTs, and about the same amount, 20% of Australian businesses indicated that they had a good understanding of what cryptocurrencies are and how they work. But it's still a nascent field. And I think that there's always opportunities for people to become more educated and more informed about this space. So how do they do that? How do we find out more about cryptos if we're interested? You know, I think that there are great podcasts like this one. There are Ah. uh, a lot of resources that are out there. And certainly in our products and services, we put a real emphasis on educational materials on things like volatility or specific coins, uh, even tax implications. And we put that yeah. front and center as part of our crypto product experience. Okay, so, so why do people not, so assuming people understand crypto, what are the reasons they're using it, and particularly businesses here, and what are the reasons they're not using it? You know, I think that certainly there are folks that have concerns about the safety and security of trading cryptocurrencies. Here in Australia, our research suggests that almost a third of Australians have those concerns. And I don't think that that's a surprise. Uh, This is still a new area with lots of jargon that can be confusing and new and unfamiliar names. So, you know, it's worth remembering, however, that it wasn't so long ago that consumers were reluctant to pay online. And it took companies like PayPal that brought technology together with education and customer-friendly policies and protections to give consumers the confidence to transact in that way. I think that once people have that visibility and that information, they will gain the confidence to be able to really take advantage of these assets to look at things like 
instant settlement, to take advantage of the programmability of payments, and really start to participate in some of these new areas around uh, Web3 and the metaverse. So digital tokens, units, cryptos, whatever you want to call them, we're not actually, the future is bright. There's lots of volatility, but what you're saying is that you think it will be a bigger part of the payment systems market. Absolutely. Our view at PayPal is that crypto is really best when it serves the needs of accessibility so that more people can be brought into the financial system, that it has real utility for folks that can use it for the kinds of things that they want to exchange value, and that it happens in the context of a regulatory and compliance framework that people understand and that protect them from the most egregious abuses uh, that are out there. And we do think that the future is bright for this space. Stay with me, Edwin. We'll be back in a minute. My guest this morning is Edwin Aoki, CTO of Blockchain, Crypto and Digital Currencies at PayPal. Okay, I want to move on to non-fungible tokens, NFTs. You, Your research had a look at that as well. It, it's still fairly fringe, isn't it? It is. It's still very early days, I think, with NFTs. Only 4% of Australians, according to our research, have owned an NFT at some point. And today, only about 2% of Australians currently own an NFT. But 20%, again, say that they want to learn more about that. I mean, the thing about NFT, I, I like the idea of an NFT, and I sort of understand that more than I understand cryptos, to be perfectly honest, because I always compare it almost to a piece of artwork, just about like it's some, um, I can see value in it if people believe there's value in it. What about safety and security of trading of NFTs? That's one thing I don't quite get. Yeah, certainly. I think that there are concerns around that, just as there have been concerns around crypto. The safety and security of trading NFTs depends not only on the underlying technology and the protocol, but also in the underlying asset that that NFT is tokenizing. And again, I think that there is a wide variety of quality around those underlying assets and understanding of what consumers are actually buying when they get an NFT. So I think that there is an opportunity for marketplaces and for individuals to become much more informed and much more respectful of the way that consumers need to understand these assets in order to be successful. Okay, so cryptos, digital units, NFTs, certainly they have people who believe in them, those who don't. Pretty much everyone likes the technology behind them, though, blockchain technology. It just seems to have huge potential from central banks and governments through to investors. People like it. When do you think that starts to become more mainstream? That's a great question. I think that we're already starting to see the mainstreaming of some of this uh, information and understanding today. You know, Certainly, we see that 60% of Australian online businesses are interested in the metaverse, either today or in the future. We understand that both consumers uh, here in Australia and around the world have really started to embrace digital currencies and the opportunities that they present. We still have to make sure that the technology is going to catch up. We still have to understand that the regulatory experience is going to catch up. And we need to make sure that they are twinned with beautiful product experiences that make them really available for customers. 
Okay, you mentioned the metaverse and your research examined that area also. One in eight Australians have participated in the metaverse with a large chunk of those having bought, sold or traded goods and services. How does it actually work? I must say I'm one of the seven and eight who haven't uh, traded in the metaverse. I'm just interested in what it looks like. Well, you know, I think that it depends a little bit on how you define the metaverse. And unfortunately, there are lots of definitions around exactly what form that takes. But certainly we see a lot of interest in the digital gaming and in the virtual reality space, people that are trading goods and services like outfits or skins, people that are customizing avatars and bringing those into the area and being able to really apply that personalization and their own uh, individuality uh, into their projection online. Okay, so I understand that part of it. From an e-commerce perspective, where does that end up? Like, is there a point in a decade's time where it's far greater than what your avatar looks like? You know, I think as an, an increasing part of our lives take place online, and we've seen this really as an evolution and really an acceleration to digitization over the past few years, that there will be additional opportunities for people to attend concerts, for people to participate in experiences that take place in the metaverse. And commerce, uh, I think, will follow those opportunities, whether that is an NFT of an artist or a band that you particularly enjoy, whether that is a set of personalizations uh, to avatars, or whether that is uh, commerce that takes place in a virtual work setting in the metaverse. All of these things will lead to transactable opportunities and areas where payments and commerce will start to come together in the digital realm. Edwin, do you ever see stuff and you just think, I don't get that? Like this is quite a serious question because what you're really talking about uh, the cutting edge here and PayPal's involved in payment system around this area. Do you ever come across stuff and you think, oh, I don't get that one? You know, Sean, that's a great question. And, and I'll tell you that despite my role, I'm actually a pretty terrible predictor of some of these things. I, I thought that <laughs> purchasing sledgehammers online and having them shipped to your house would be something that we would never see. But <laughs> Here we are. I, you know, I think that the beauty of this space is that we are creating a new set of tools and foundational technologies, and people will take that and create really great things that we haven't even imagined. And it, I think uh, I, I would be wrong more often than not to predict what exactly form that takes. It's uh, an exciting area to be in. Edwin, thank you for talking to Fear and Greed. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. That was Edwin Aoki, CTO of Blockchain, Crypto and Digital Currencies at PayPal. This is the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. Remember, this information is general in nature and you should seek professional advice before making any investment decisions. Join us every morning for the full episode of Fear and Greed, Australia's most popular business podcast. I'm Sean Aylmer. Enjoy your day.